0: It amazes me that we still tend to believe that our society is subject to the platonic notion that all we have to do is rationally show people the right thing to do, and they'll do it. That what people are really experiencing is a lack of good, well-reasoned information. I tend to think that people aren't usually all that rational. And for us to really change our behavior, something more is necessary. A few examples. Is there anyone left on earth who doesn't know that smoking is bad for you? Even the executives of the tobacco companies have given up that pretense. The effects of smoking are very well documented and have been for years particularly and clearly and unambiguously presented to the public and it's printed right on the cigarette package. But not only do people already addicted continue to smoke because it's really hard to quit, but new people start smoking all the time. For weeks, the news has been filled with stories that indicate, surprise, that vaping using e-cigarettes is bad for you. Who could have guessed that inhaling a chemical vapor of unknown origin and composition might have negative health consequences? I sure didn't see that coming. Another example, if you drove here today, were you wearing your seatbelt? I'm willing to bet that not everybody did. If you didn't, is that because you didn't know that seatbelts can save your life? Did you not know that seatbelt use is required by law with a potential fine of between 25 and $250 for non-compliance, I looked it up. The biggest problem with human behavior is not lack of information, and it's not our lack of reasoning ability in general. The problem, for the most part, is sin. In fact, sometimes all the information and reasoning that we do leads us to rationalizations, Look at our first reading today. The prophet Amos is denouncing his own people because they have become effete degenerates. They've been told for generations that they are God's chosen people. Life is good, the economy's going great. And they squander their wealth on empty entertainment that only leaves them more cynical and debased while their society is headed for ruin and they have forgotten the poor. This is ancient Israel, remember, even though it may be starting to sound a little more familiar and close to home. But their information says that they are God's chosen, so God must be all right with this, right? Let's look at the parable in today's gospel. We have this stark scene of God's ultimate justice where the poor beggar is comforted in God's embrace while the rich man is in torment. And the rich man pleads for God to send to his family another messenger. Send them more information. Send them proof. And God's response is, they have enough information. Lack of knowledge isn't their problem, and more information isn't going to change their behavior. Not even if that information is as compelling as someone rising from the dead. Today, even proof isn't proof. People say, feel free to disregard scientific consensus if it threatens your ideology. Climate change might be a hoax. Vaccines? Why risk it? Evolution is just a theory with prominent scare quotes. Objective truth is so easy to disregard today. Even miracles aren't much proof anymore. The big problem with human behavior isn't a lack of knowledge or an inability to think or an absence of proof. The problem is sin. So how do we change? I think we start with an appeal to the heart and not the head. Every night on TV I see a series of ads encouraging people to quit smoking. These ads feature people whose lives have been destroyed by smoking cigarettes. You've probably seen these ads if you watch much TV. They feature a woman who has no larynx and has to speak with a vocorder. Another woman has had her jaw removed as a result of cancer. And these ads let us see the direct and emotional consequences and not in cute metaphors that have to be filtered through our heads. We change our behavior, we turn away from sin, if you like that language better, by reaching people's hearts. You may start wearing your seatbelt when someone you love is injured in a car wreck. You'll treat the poor differently when they are real people living next door instead of just unemployment statistics on the news. You will think about the homeless camping under bridges differently if you've learned their names. You'll learn about fidelity in relationships when it's apparent that your lack of fidelity is going to wound someone that you love. Sadly, we live in a culture that doesn't believe people can change. We are very big on zero tolerance policies and canceling people that we disagree with and punishing people for stupid stuff they did 30 years ago, you know, when they were in college. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I am all for accountability, but if people can't change, and if people can't be forgiven, then I'm in the wrong business. Hearts are changed, we believe, by an encounter with Christ and people are going to have an encounter with Christ through you. The love and the compassion that you show people is a preemptive strike against sin. It speaks to people's hearts about the relationship you have with the Savior and offers them that same relationship. Cardinal John Henry Newman, who is going to be canonized next month, took as his motto, Cor ad cor loquitur, which means heart speaks to heart. So don't be discouraged by people's apparent ignorance or irrationality, even if it's your own. What the world needs most isn't necessarily more information or better reasoning or more biting, sarcastic memes on Facebook and Twitter. What the world needs is something that you already have in abundance. What the world needs now is love, the love of Christ that changes our hearts, invites us to reconcile, and calls us to service, especially to service of the poor.